Good morning, dearly beloved, and welcome to this Sunday school class, Sunday school lesson for this week, uh, whose topic is Job, he lived and died by violence. This is lesson 32, and the text is 1 Chronicles chapter 2, verse 13 to 15. The aim of the lesson is that we may learn to treat others with the same fairness as we want them to treat us. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for the privilege of life. Thank you for the privilege of sitting around your word. Thank you, Lord, for the grace you've given to us even through this particular period. Thank you for sparing our lives. I set our thanks in Jesus' name. Bless this word to our hearts right now, Lord, and let your name be magnified and glorified. Because we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The aim, as I've said, is that we may learn to treat others with the same fairness as we want them to treat us. And just as Jesus would say in the New Testament, that as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. So this is the golden rule. And we're going to consider the life of the man Joab, who lived and died by violence. It's a very bad example and an example to actually run away from. Um, but we're going to learn some pertinent lessons from this man Joab. Joab is a man who appeared to set his own standards, lived by them and died for them. He was loyal only to himself and ever ready to betray his lifelong friend in order to preserve his interest and power. Even though Joab was so mighty a man, a mighty commander, a warrior, but he lived and died by violence. So we'll consider these lessons under four uh, in four areas. Um, one is who is Joab? We want to know what's the background for Joab. Then what are Joab's shortcomings? What are the rewards of Joab's wickedness? And what are important and pertinent lessons for us to learn from Joab's life? Let's look at his background as we read the text for the, today's lesson. And this will found can be found in First Chronicles chapter First Chronicles chapter two, verse thirteen to fifteen, where we read these words. Jesse begot Elab his firstborn, Abinadab the second, and Shimei the third, Nathaniel the fourth, Radai the fifth, Ozem the sixth, and David the seventh. Now their sisters were Zeruiah and Abigail. And the sons of Zeruiah were Abishai, Joab, Asahel, three. And Abigail bore Amasa. And the father of Amasa was Jetha, the Ishmaelite. So from this text, we can see the background history of Joab. That Joab indeed was the grandson of Jesse. He's David's nephew. So David is like his uncle. And, of course, son of Zeruiah. 
Zeruiah is, of course, Jesse's daughter, one of Jesse's daughters. And the brothers of Joab are Abishai, Joab, and Asahel. All these are things we're going to see also through this lesson. They are all brothers to Joab. Even Amasa is like a cousin. Joab is a great military commander whose troops never lost a battle. He's mighty in war. He's brilliant in war. He's, he's awesome in war. Fortunately, however, he has a lot of shortcomings. So what are his shortcomings? What are Joab's shortcomings? Number one, Joab, one of Joab's shortcomings is that he used treachery and deceit to achieve his goals. Throughout his life, this is his trademark. Even though he has this opportunity, skills, mighty warrior, leading the army, but he used several times treachery and deceit to achieve his goals. In fact, one of the men, one of the men that he killed was Abner. Abner was a great warrior, commander of the Israeli army, while Joab was con uh, commanding jo David's army. Uh, just because Abner killed Asahel, that is the brother of Joab, in self-defense, Joab never forgave him. And he took Lord into his hands and killed Abner. Let's look at 2 Samuel 3, 26-29. 2 Samuel 3, 26-29. And when Joab had gone from David's presence, he sent messengers after Abner, who brought him back from the well of Syrah, but David did not know it. Now when Abner had returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside to the gate to speak with him privately and there stabbed him in the stomach so that he died with the blood of Asahel, his brother. The background of the story is that Abner, while fighting uh, for the Israeli army against David's army, um, Asahel, that is the brother of Job, was following, was following him. And Abner warned, Abner asked him to stop, to turn back. Asahel did not listen. And in self-defense, Abner killed Asahel. But because of this, Job took law into his hands. And when Abner was negotiating to return all Israel to, to David, Job deceitfully asked him to come back and privately, speaking to him privately, treacherously, killed Abner without a line, without the permission of David. Uh, and that was indeed one of the wickedness actually shown by Joab. Secondly, he killed Amasa. Again, deceitfully, he killed Amasa. Amasa was commander of Absalom's army. Remember, Absalom led a rebellion against his father, David. And Amasa was the commander of that army. Now, after the war, Joab killed uh, Absalom uh, in spite of David's, David's 
plea and give his command that they, must, they should deal deep, deep, gently with this young man, with that young man. Joab did not listen, he killed Absalom and also went ahead even after, after David had issued a general amnesty, went ahead to kill Amasa deceitfully. Indeed, this time around by with a kiss, trying to kiss him and he killed him out of envy because David indeed has handed over the army to Amasa. Joab indeed never forgave his enemies. He also wickedly carried out David's scheme and killed Uriah, which is Bathsheba's uh, husband. He also plotted with Adonijah against King David and Solomon. The kingdom has been handed over to Solomon, but against God's plan, Joab plotted with Adonijah, trying to see how they can get the kingdom from Solomon. All these are really plots that saw deceitfulness in the life and treachery in the life of Joab. Joab indeed has shown that he's only loyal to himself and willing to betray his lifelong relationship even to his uncle David just to preserve his own power. That indeed is the life of Joab. At all costs, just to preserve his own power, he was ready to, de to deceive, he was ready to actually carry out, to betray even his own very uncle, David, uh, uh, as we have seen in all these examples. So, what was the result of Joab's wickedness? That's the next uh, aspect of this lesson. What then is the result of Job's wickedness? It is obvious. Job has killed Abner deceitfully. He has killed uh, Amasa. He has been involved in even rebellion with Adonijah again against King Solomon. And indeed before David died, because of all these things that Job has done, he warned his son Solomon that he must not forget all the atrocities that Joab had carried out and that he, being a wise son, he would to deal with him. And indeed, when Adonijah rose, tried to rise against Solomon, Joab was therefore ordered to be killed by Solomon. And this happened as we see in First Kings chapter two, verse twenty-nine to thirty-one. First Kings chapter two from verse twenty-nine to thirty-one. And King Solomon was told, Job has fled to the tabernacle of the Lord. There he is by the altar. Then Solomon sent Beniah, the son of Jehoiada, saying, Go, strike him down. So Beniah sent to the tabernacle, went to the tabernacle of the Lord, and said to him, Thus says the king, Come out. And he said, No, 
but I will die here. And Benaiah brought back word to the king, saying, Thus said Joab, and thus he answered me. Then the king told him, Then the king said to him, Do as I said, and strike him down, and bury him, that you may take away from me, and from the house of my father, the innocent blood which Joab shed. So the Lord will turn his blood on his head, because he struck down two men more righteous and better than he, and killed them with a sword. Abner the son of Ner, the commander of the army of Israel, and Amasa the son of Jether, the commander of the army of Judah. Though my father David did not know it. So that indeed was the end of Joab, who had to, be, to die violently because he lived a life of violence. So, what are the lessons for us to learn in from the life of Joab? First, is that brilliance and power can be self-destructive without God's guidance and obedience to his to God's word. Brilliance and power can be self-destructive without God's guidance and total obedience to God's word. Job was brilliant, he was powerful, he was mighty in war, he was awesome, but it was without God's guidance, it was without obedience, it was with treachery, it was with wickedness and, and violence. And so we say this can be self-destructive. Secondly, a wicked person who lives by violence shall reap violent death as a consequence. Whatsoever a man sows, that he reaps. Thirdly, political and church leaders need to fear God and follow his guidance as found in the scriptures so that they will rule well and end up well. It's important. It's just not for us to live well, but also to live well and end up well. So these are pertinent lessons that we have learned, that we can learn from the life of Joab. And it is my prayer that the Lord will help us not just to live well, but to also end up well. Uh, and not to follow the bad example of Joab. The our memory verse is found in Isaiah chapter 33, verse 1. So, woe to you who plunder, though you have not been plundered, and you who deal treacherously, though you have not dealt treacherously with you. When you cease plundering, you will be plundered. When you make an end of dealing treacherously, they will deal treacherously with you. I pray. The Lord will give us grace, not just to be hearers of these words, but to be doers in Jesus' name. God bless you.